The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. All right, welcome to the SWP, ladies and gentlemen, reveling in daily tales of sports and whatever. Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome. Glad you're with us. I'm glad Jim's with us. That's nice to see, too. That's fantastic. James, how are things? Uh, Stevie, uh, sports and whatever. Let's go to the whatever column. Uh, let's go with uh, Jim Betts with Steve. Uh, there's a long list of them. Uh-huh. Uh, and I have the WL, okay, right beside that column. Uh, there's a bunch of check marks in my win column against you. I, I can't remember the last time you won a bet against me. Yeah, you always say that, but. Yeah, you're going to be, well, you haven't. You, you just haven't. Yeah, that's why I say it. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure this one, uh, the Masters we bet on, I'm going to let you, we didn't just set an amount, so I'm going to let you off for the 20, because we usually bet 40 or 50. Okay, well, that was but, a wash. You didn't win. I've, I got Shoffley and Connors. What do you mean? What was Connors wasn't in the top five. Well, who had to be in the top five? I thought it was the best finishes. What do you mean? Or do you listen to anything I say at all? It's like a lot. We talked on Friday about this bet. Yeah. It was like anybody that's in the top five, right? So if you're first, you get five points. If you're second, you get four. If you're three, you get three. If you're fourth, you get two. And if you're fifth, you get one. That's the only scoring there is. And we oh. both had one. We both had one guy in the top five, oh. and they were dead even. I think it might. Who, who did you pick? I had Spieth, and you had you had Shoffley. Oh, there you go. All right, I don't, I don't know. I just thought. And we also had a conversation, by the way. We'll record on Sunday, right after the Masters. And it's like I, I say, are you ready to go? And you're like, no, I'm hooped. I can't do anything tonight. Well, I had a I had a last minute commitment. I had to. Right. I had to, I had to I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy, man. I'm busy. Oh yes. <laughs> anyway, what a Masters. Yeah. Uh, I you know going in, uh, I made a couple of bets. I lost. I lost a hundred on DJ. Okay, I get. I, I forego uh, giving my kids money for college when the Masters is on. No, no, we're taking some of that cash to yeah. do a, a much more important thing like bet on no, the Masters. Yeah, you're and, right to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, it was awfully exciting going into the final round, uh, watching my boy Corey Connors because I put Fitty on Corey uh, at eight thousand to one. Okay, to win. And uh, so that gets you, betting 50 gets you 4K if he wins. Uh, so needless to say, Stevie, I was pretty fired up to jump up Sunday morning. And uh, it just it just didn't go very well for Connor. No. Uh, and, and, you know, sports is crazy. He was six under, five back uh, from Hideki. Hideki ends up winning the thing at, at, at minus 10. But um, now without some wrinkles down the stretch, right? I mean, oy. he... He started to, because I actually declared it on social media. This one's over. It was like, I think it was seven holes to play, and he had a six-stroke lead. And I think he basically dithered about to the point where it was a two-stroke lead with three holes to play. Right, right. But uh, Shoffley put one in the drink. I think it was on 16. So that pretty much, uh, you know, cast the die. But, I mean, if if Matsuyama lets that thing get away from him, honestly, that's, that's Greg Norman. That's yeah. John Vandeveld stuff. Like that's how bad it would have been if Shoffley, and I think Shoffley would have continued to press, and it would have been really interesting if Shoffley hadn't basically taken his foot off the guy's throat. Well, you know he's good, right? I pick, I picked him, uh, as you know. We just talked about it, and and uh, he's you know great player, right up there, top guy in the world. 
and so he comes within two, you know, and, and he, he didn't play very well in the front. You know, he made a double bogey uh, early. Uh, Hideki was sort of up and down a little bit, you know, hanging in there. Uh, you know, the pressure is just, it's, it's just unbelievable on these guys to win, to yeah. win at Augusta. What I've never seen, though, Stevie, ever have I ever seen. So the guy claws his way back, starts to make a bunch of birdies. I don't have a scorecard in front of me, but uh, he made four or five, you know, to get to get to eight under or seven under, you know, within two, playing 16. Okay. Hideki, I don't know what he did on, uh, Hideki made six on the 15th. I don't know if he hit it in the water or not. I, I, I got to admit, I stopped watching after that because Connors went for shit. <laughs> so I didn't, I, I walked, I walked away uh, and, and saw a bit of it. But what I've never seen though, Stevie, always high drama. There's a, the, the Masters is always high drama. So here we go. Back nine, Sunday at Augusta. da da la da 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 Okay. Uh, three holes to go. And and the m- old man momentum is in Sh- Shoffley's hands. Hideki just came off a bad bogey. I've never, ever seen a guy playing 16, Steve. Ever. In the hunt. Or almost never have I seen anyone hit it left into the water on 16. Right. Never. I can't, I can't remember the last time I saw that. You know? Um, it just, the, the shot is to hit it up to the right side. Okay. Cause the pin is back left every Sunday and, and the green slopes right to left. That's the shot. Okay. No matter what position you're in, that's the deal. Okay. Um, Hideki does that, but his ball hangs up there on the right and he, he ends up making bogey, but I've never, I, you know, if he was going for the pin, okay. Which is on the left side. If he's aiming for the pin, I didn't see any post game uh, post-round interviews with him. But if you're going for the, the pin, that's a mistake, first of all. So then if he is, he pulled it, which, which you know, but but if you're going for the pin, that's only a slight pull, okay? It's only f- sort of a 15-foot pull and you're in the water, you know, and short, okay? Um, if he's aiming for the right, well, then he hit the worst shot of his life. Then he pulled it 25 yards. But I think he probably went for the pin and just, I've never seen it. I've never seen the biggest mistake ever, you know. Well, Duh. certainly there's no know. accountability, though, for excitability, right? At the end of the day, you can almost cut everybody some slack. We talked about it in our, one of our last episodes leading into the tournament and just how much it means to everybody. And when you're on the back nine with a chance to win at Augusta, I mean, the excitability factor, that's a variable you can really, you know, whether it's mental or whether it's physical. Right. The excitability factor can ruin the best of golfers. And there's no question about that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's deadly. You know, it's deadly, right? Like my dad always used to say to me, you know, one of the toughest things about golf, you know, the sport of golf is, um, and, and everybody knows this, you know, who plays any sort of golf, any sort of competitive golf, uh, is, uh, the, the pressure is 90% of the shot, you know, all the time, all the time. You know, uh, and the reason is, well, there's higher pressure in, you know, basketball, baseball, f- football, hockey. Uh, well, th- well, there's kind of less because it's a fast moving sport. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't, you, you know, you, you got to react. You got to react. Right. And, and it, those sports are much different than golf where it, it is the same shot all the time. First of all, the, first of all, the object is not moving, you know, like a puck, like a baseball, like a football, mm-hmm. like a basketball. Uh, it's steady. It's the same. You get to address it the same. It's, it's always the same deal. So, you know, that's what, that's what kind of separates golf from other sports that, that the guy gets over the shot, uh, 
And it's like, okay, uh, I'm going to just do everything the same. Uh, Or I'm going to (laughs) try. And I'm going to try and do it. Uh, But we've all, you know, if you play any golf at all, you know, even for a couple of bucks or something or, you know, to make the four footer for dough or whatever. I I mean, I would, I'd be way too naive to to compare my golf to to theirs. But, uh, you know, the other thing, Steve, is, uh, what's what's super interesting, man, in the world of sports, is if uh, Anaheim and uh, Florida are in the Stanley Cup, okay, we don't give a shit. I ain't watching it, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching it. Uh, if Toronto's not in the World Series, ah, I'm, you know, I don't really, I don't really care, okay. And if the Raptors aren't in the basketball, I, I don't care. I don't watch soccer all the time. I watch some World Cup and all that stuff. But everybody, Steve, watches. The Masters, everybody, women, men, all over the world, they 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 tune into this thing, you know. And and I was thinking about it today, going, that's really really something, you know, for a sport that has an absolute, you know, international appeal, all around the globe, you know. And uh, it's because I think everyone plays golf, right? That that most everyone has held a golf club, you know, in in their hand at one time. So. It's a really, it's a really cool thing, you know. I don't know what the ratings are for that thing, but it must just be, you know, through the particularly when when a Japanese guy's in the hunt uh, that you bring in a, all of Asia, you know, that to watch that thing and uh, yeah, and, and I don't deny that it's absolutely huge across the world. I don't think it's anywhere near the tops, you know, soccer for example, that's number one, and it's not close. And uh, so I think we get a little narrow minded. Maybe you know, we're golfers. And we love to watch golf, but there's lots of people who listen to this podcast and they'll email me when we get going too long on the masters and I'll probably get one after this show. Um, they say that's enough of the golf talk, enough of the masters. All right, let's get back to the hockey talk. Let's get back to the, the fun stuff, whatever the things uh, that, that they really like about the show. So I don't know that it's universal the way you, you talk about, but you know, I certainly love it. Well, it, it, it is universal. It is. It is. I'll tell you what, Steve. Okay, for all the people that you say don't watch golf on the, on the weekend of the Masters, okay, that comes nowhere near the amount of new people that come in every year. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. You know, in, in Sweden, do you think, or, or in, in, you know, somewhere over in Europe, you know, in Ireland, Stevie, do you think they're watching the Stanley Cup? <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. Are a bunch of people there watching the Masters? 100%. 100%. You know, you know what I mean? It just has this, like even women, right? Right. Women. I saw a bunch of stuff on social media, you know, that all these you know, tons and tons of women who normally wouldn't be, you know, in a, in a, in a men's event, watch it. It's anyway, it's, it's a, it's a really cool thing. What a, what a victory, what a victory for the kid. Yeah. Know? And it's interesting how uh, down to earth he is. I don't know if you saw any of the footage of Matsuyama heading to the airport. First of all, while you know, there was a moment, I guess, was there a rain delay at some point over the weekend? There was. Yep. Yeah. So yep, was. while everybody was, so while everybody was, you can tell I didn't watch it wire to wire, but while all, most of the PGA players were in there schmoozing, um, you know, Matsuyama's alone in his car playing games on his phone. <laughs> I um, didn't know that. I and then after that. the, after the, the thing's over, he heads to the airport, but he's not, he's not, he went to basically your standard uh, commercial airline He's walking through, like lugging his stuff, and he doesn't have like the green jacket and a big case or something like that. No, he's got to kind of 
thrown over his forearm and he's going lining up with everybody else. And it was, it was fascinating to see here's a guy that's probably made 30 or $40 million anyway in his career and, right. and counting. And he's just still taking a, a, a standard commuter flight home. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, uh, which is unusual, right? You know, how many guys do you see out there with the logo with net jets, you know, on their, on their shirt, right. Which is a, which is a private airline company, right. Right. chartered planes you know and and, uh yeah i was he had the he had the coat draped over his arm while he's checking into a flight at at oh dark hundred in the morning (laughs) to get to get a connector to chicago uh you know like the next the next morning you know right i'm 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 not that guy stevie i'm not that guy okay no no i would be found somewhere I don't know, half naked, walking up and down the streets of Augusta with my jacket. <laughs> Going, woo, 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 I just won the effing Masters, you know. Yeah. Um, Certainly anyway. a great victory for sure. And, uh, you know, it, it'd be interesting to see if uh, Matsuyama builds on that now as a guy that, uh, you know, makes regular appearances in the winner's circle in uh, in the majors. Don't know yet, but uh, yeah. he sure looked good over the weekend, and I was kind of glad to see him hang on. I never, I never like to see anybody that's got sure victory, and then they lose that sure victory. Right, it all melts before our eyes because you know it's going to dog them for the rest of their lives. Not only do you have the disappointment of losing the green jacket, but you, you know you've got HD, perfect HD video for the rest of your existence on this planet that everybody can go back and watch. Right. Your worst afternoon, like the way we do with Vandeveld, the way we do with with Greg Norman. At least those guys, I don't think they had necessarily HD on those guys, but this would be <laughs> for all eternity captured, and uh, and I'd feel badly about that. Right. He. I mean, does he win the tournament or do the other guys lose? You know, it's always the question, right? Um, I think he won. Well, I th- yeah, he he. I don't know. I don't know, right? It's 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 right there 50-50 because uh he leaves us you know on 16, he leaves a shot 40 feet above the hole, okay? Which is three putt all day long. Uh two putt if you're lucky. Shoffley's on the tee box with two down. I mean a bunch of stuff can happen, you know. If Shoffley hits it in there, you know, who, who knows. The interesting thing, Steve, the follow-up will be Hideki's set for life. You know, he's set for life no matter what he does, okay? It's all good. What's going to happen with Shoffley here? when this guy walks away from that and they flip the mics on going, uh, you know, I, I've got a question for you. <laughs> right. And nine guys behind him going, okay, what do you think of your shot on 16? Can you walk us through that? Uh, did you understand, you know, need we remind you you're two shots away, and, uh, you know, with three holes to go. I, I mean, anything could happen. Uh, I hope it doesn't kill the guy. I hope. I thought understand. he handled himself really well. I saw that interview. I don't know who the reporter was, but she asked all the right questions and Shoffley answered everything beautifully. You know, yeah. just, he's a, such a likable guy. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. He, and he, and you know, with a breaker a bounce here too. But the, the, the reason that I say that Matsuyama won that thing and it's, it's just a, we all have our own definition of what that means. He won it versus he lost it. Right. Yeah. Um, but he won it, I think because he built up that six, six stroke lead which was, you know, his insurance in the bank. Anything that basically happened after that in the big picture was all saber rattling. Yeah. I, I won it when I built up a, a six-stroke lead so that I could have the buffer of being able to make a, a couple of bonehead mistakes and other guys could have a couple of big holes and I'd still have a decent lead. Right. 
and I can right. rebound from that. So that's I think that's why I think he quote unquote won the tournament as opposed to lost it. Right. Well, and what you're talking about is on Saturday, uh, you know, everyone's bumping along in the front nine, uh, and he's I don't know he's a couple back or something, but he absolutely blazes it on the back nine on Saturday. Shoots six under. Okay. Yeah. Shoffley get- called him a robot. Yeah, it was just every time I looked up, and of course I had Connors, right? And I'm, the, the terrible thing about sports is you're cheering for guys to go bad, you know. Um, and and I'm watching Connors, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, look at him—he creeped up here too. And then he just went boom, 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 and made five birdies coming in, you know, on on the on the back nine to build that to build the well four shot lead, you know, that he had. Uh, anyway, you're right, you're right. He 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 put some real estate between him and and every you know all the also rands. Yeah. Um, so, all right, well, let's take a time out of the program. We should get some hockey talk because the NHL trade deadline has come and gone on the day that we're recording here on Monday, April the 12th. So we'll get into some details about what went down and what we're expecting moving forward. And that's coming up after these words. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K Ford. Get behind the wheel and hit the road in a new 2021 model with great features like available Ford Copilot 360 driving technologies You'll find all of the latest innovations that are made available for new Ford vehicles. So visit Jim K. Ford and ask about their great offers on models like the Escape, Edge, Explorer, Ranger, and F-150. You can check them out online, jimkford.com. The online showroom is all right there. Jim K. Ford in Orleans. Want to get stronger, look better, feel better? If these are your goals, Popeye Supplements can help you get there. And right now, this week only, Uh, today's the last day, April 13th. It's the Popeye's BOGO flash sale. Buy one, get one at 50% off. Mix and match with elite supplements throughout the entire store, but only until April 13th at Popeye'sOnlineOrders.com. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. All right, James. NHL trade deadline went down today, and... uh, I would probably say that uh, we saw some teams really loading up to try and win a Stanley Cup. Right. You saw, for example, the Boston Bruins, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Washington Capitals, and maybe to some degree the New York Islanders and Tampa Bay Lightning. These right. are some of the best teams, and they all kind of put their push their cards, push their chips to the middle of the table, and uh, and did some really interesting things here in the last few days. And uh, probably the big one would be Taylor Hall. When you asked me about the trade deadline last week, you asked, uh, you know, who's who's some of the big names? Well, Taylor Hall was the first name out of my mouth, and he's been acquired by the Boston Bruins. He and Curtis Lazar, former senator, go to the – Yep. Yeah, he was uh, an Ottawa senator for – you know, he was a first-rounder, played for Team Canada, their captain of the World Juniors, but really hasn't amounted to much at all. Uh, Just could not get to that next level. And that same is true for the guy going the other way in forward Anders Bjork and a second round pick. And uh, I mean, Hall was a joke this season, I got to say. Two goals, 19 points. And uh, he won the Hart Trophy like three years ago. 
But uh, I think you know it, it's it's an easy gamble. He's on an expiring contract, and uh, and Taylor Hall can still be a really great player for you potentially. Right. Best thing in the world for that guy is to get to a winning culture. I think in Boston compared to those bad days in Edmonton, mm-hmm. New Jersey, uh, Arizona. Well, he had a playoff run in Arizona, but uh, not exactly a club with a winning culture. And then this year in Buffalo, just epic how bad they were. Now you get to Boston, winning culture, um, and I think that's going to serve him very, very well. What I was going to say, if you compare it to other jobs, okay, and I've got an example about that, you know, is uh, I, I, I took a gig here, okay, to, to go to a rock station, for a year, okay? Uh, I didn't, um, uh, yeah, whenever. I, I went for one year, right? And I used to have so much fun, right, doing the, doing the show on the team uh, in TSN. Um, I, I had a riot, right? And we had a riot, Stevie, and we talk about it all the time, that there'll never be days like that in our lives again, you know? And even for the listeners, right? I, I still get emails, Steve, every day. Every day I get from someone going, reminding me of what we did on the show one day. Anyway. Your performance, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, your performance can go for a shit because you don't like the atmosphere you're working in. And when I went to that K-Rock thing, I had a terrible time with one of the guys on air, right? And and it wasn't often, you know, it wasn't uh, uncommon for the boss to call me and go, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? I heard you do the other show all the time. Why, why didn't you? Why, you're not you know, bringing it, right? And And the reason was I was sort of bullied by this guy. Uh, I hated going to work. Uh, you know, it was just, it was just so much unfun, uh, you know, just on and on and on, tick, 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 tick. And it, 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 re- it resulted in me, me not, not doing what I could do, you know, not, not, you know, for, for no other reason, but, and, and you, so I get it. I get it when Taylor Hall decides to do this thing and then you end up going, I want to get out of here, man. I want to get out of here. You know, yep. I don't like it. I, I, I don't like it. You know, I don't like who I'm playing with. I don't like the deal. I don't like, as you say, the culture. And, and, and so on, on the stats page, it's like, who would ever pick up this guy? Okay. He's got two freaking goals or something. I don't know what, what his stats are. Two in, goals, in 19 Buffalo. points, minus 21. Yeah. Terrible, right, Stevie? Totally. So, so if you're looking at that, they're going, no, no. But I get it. I get it. You know, I get it. Give the, get the guy out of there. I'll get him to a good team. And, you know what it's like, Stevie, when you when you when you're walking into work and you like you like what's happening that day, as opposed to, I hate my boss. Yeah, no, there's no <laughs> doubt about. It. That's the extreme example in, in Taylor Hall's case. It's a lot a lot simpler. We suck, yeah. uh, and everybody just is just hating going to the the rink every day. They just you know it's got to be an absolute grind. And I I don't know why things haven't come together there. But I mean, Taylor Hall is a guy that in his past, you know, there you, know, you look at uh, Taylor Hall and. His days in Edmonton, there were some su- suggestions along the way that you know he wasn't uh, you know taking it as seriously as and, and no, he wasn't alone in Edmonton in those days. Right. Um, but uh, that's a guy that I think needs a fresh start somewhere new, but also in a place where he can be surrounded with guys who don't put up with anything that affects the winning culture. You look at what Boston has there in in some pretty good guys in Brad Marchand, in Patrice Bergeron. Uh, you've got David Pasternak. You've got David Krejci. Like these are these are right. studs in the game. Now right. you can now Hall can roll in there, and those boys, th- those guys have got the leadership covered. Hall can just go and play some hockey and have some fun and not hate going to the rink every day. Right, and shit can happen. Right, you get you, the guy goes to Buffalo. Okay, I I could see this happening. Superstar player. 
okay? Comes into Buffalo, right? Other guy, you know, other other guys who've worked their ass off, you know, to play. And, and listen, it's I'm not saying he didn't put in 100%, you know, his whole life. But but a lot of these other guys, right? When you bring a big gunner into the team, uh, what what and and I've had these discussions a couple of times with with NHL players. What can happen is that it's a little insulting to some of these other guys, right? When they make this big announcement, huge trade, this guy's going to save our club, and off we go. We got to sign Taylor Hall, right? You know, some of these other guys go, oh, re- really? Okay, really? Is that going to save us? You know, is that going to save us? Uh, you know, what about what about us over here? What about the other 15, 18 guys, okay, that, that are, that are, you know, trying our bag off here to win? Yeah. Um, Phoenix, Phoenix uh, Coyotes were a great example of, um, you know, the atmosphere to play in, the culture to play in, to get, uh, you know, the, what you need to win. And surprisingly, it's, it's, it's ironic, too, because they're playing with no fans right now. But back in that day, a lot of the talk from players and all that stuff would be, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice if we could get fans in the building. Yeah. You know, you don't understand how hard it is to walk onto the rink at night and there's, you know, 8,000 people in an arena that holds 40,000, you know, right. and, and coach and a couple of coach, you know, Wayne was there, right. Coaching go, that's tough on guys, man. That's really hard on guys to, to every night to see, well, first of all, uh, we got no chance here when our own fans don't show up. You know, when our own yep. city doesn't support it and stuff, it, it can be difficult. So I, I I don't know what Buffalo was like. I don't know if they sell out every game or not or what's happening there. But Yeah, they've got pretty good fans. I mean, there's nobody in the ranks now, but I mean, certainly, you know, when everything's normal, Buffalo's got a hearty fan base. And uh, like Ottawa, they've had to deal with uh, with more nonsense than any fan base should have to. Right. You know, at least the Sens had that 2017 run to the conference final. Uh, and they've been to some playoffs. Like Buffalo is just bad every single year, and it's not because <laughs> yeah. it's not because they don't have money. Like in Ottawa, you've got a frugal owner, Terry Pagula, the Buffalo Sabers owner. That freaking guy's got so much money, and he's also a massive Buffalo Saber fan. So he's the best of both worlds. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's not a good thing. Maybe he's in there making decisions that he shouldn't be making. That can happen sometimes. Hello, Jerry Jones. But yeah. uh, I feel badly for Buffalo, though. You have a you have like Taylor Hall former heart winner, and the best you could get was a second rounder for him. Yep. Like the Leafs had to give up a first rounder to get Nick Foligno, who's not nearly the player Taylor Hall is, in my opinion. Now, maybe Taylor Hall is done. Maybe this season was him falling off a cliff and there's nothing left. That that right. does sometimes happen. It happened to Danny Heatley. happened to Jimmy Carson back in the day. They had 29-30. Dunzo. But I don't think that's the case with Taylor Hall. I right. think that, that that's reserved for those select few players who don't pay attention to fitness at all their their career can drop off a cliff at 30. Stevie, how about this? I always wanted to do a segment like this on the show, Steve, of innocuous shit that Jim brings to the program. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I look, look up players and go, look at this, this guy was a, an accordion player in grade seven. Steve, unbelievable. Went on to a fantastic NHL career. Um, yeah, he was in a new papa band. Stevie, okay. <laughs> Bobby Gallardo, okay. Nice. Roll out the barrel, Bobby Gallardo. Uh, the owners of Buffalo, daughter, Stevie, check it out. You can you can type away on your keyboard right now as I lay this fact out, okay? Daughter of the Buffalo Sabres owners, okay? All right. Highly ranked pro tennis player. Uh, she was in the Australian Open. She did well. She went, she went deep into the Australian Open. How's that, Jimmy? Yep. 
She absolutely did. She is, uh, right now, she is ranked 33rd in the world. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Huh? There you go. I, now, Steve, I didn't shabby. just drag shit out from left field. Buffalo Sabres, we were talking about. Taylor Hall. Yep. Pagula. Gallardo Pagula. Who's Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, nice to see the Pagulas are having some success. Oh, wait, Terry Pagula is worth $5 billion. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyway, the um, but I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what the Leafs did as well, because they acquired Nick Foligno, and Toronto had to give up a first rounder and a fourth rounder, by the way, in uh, in that deal. And Hall, Taylor Hall, they couldn't get a first rounder in Buffalo for Taylor Hall. Mm-hmm. It seems odd to me. And I wonder about what Nick Foligno will bring to the table. I mean, I love the deal. All things equal, Nick Foligno will come in and make Toronto a better playoff-ready team. Uh, but they seem to have a lot of that kind of veteran, love what he was 10 years ago, but not so much now scenario. Like right. Jason Spezza, now Nick Foligno. Joe Thornton's there. Wayne right. Simmons is there. It's, uh, man, that's that's a lot of veterans. And I don't they steal all- for Foligno, though. Right. Oh Find God, Nick. yeah. Right. Don't forget. Yeah. You know, speaking of trade, you know, speaking of getting out of places you didn't like and taking out, the, he was in Ottawa, right, Stevie? Nick Foligno. That's where he was drafted, and he started yeah. uh, played many, se- well, several seasons here, and then uh, got traded to Columbus. Yeah, and then became captain. Yep. Of that team, right? But for three or four years, he's been perennially like a, I think, a twenty-five, thirty-point scorer. Uh, so he's not. He had a couple like of really, really good years that landed him the captaincy. He was in the All Star game. And, uh, but yeah, still a guy though, that is going to be nails in their bottom six. You might see some time in the top six here and there, but I don't think he has the stats for that these days. Um, but it's still a nice pickup. I just wonder if they've got maybe now a little too much of that ingredient. Maybe you can never have too much of that ingredient. Anyway, go Nick, go. I'm cheering for the Leafs now, Stevie. Oh, yep. second to my Oilers. Boo. And Oilers made a deal, Stevie. That I saw on TV, they were talking all about it. Yeah. They got Dmitry Kulikov from the Devils. Onto the Senators here. They did some things as well. Um, start of this year, Eugene Melnick, the owner of the Sens, said something along the lines of, to describe the rebuild, he said, no one's ever trashed a team the way we have. He told that to a, I think Bob McCowan's podcast. Mm-hmm. No one's ever trashed a team the way we have, which is an odd thing to say. Um, I would argue that no one's ever trashed their blue line the way the Sens did today. Because uh, it's hard to imagine a bigger one-day overhaul for their blue line and what the Sens did, they send away Eric Goodbranson, who's been mostly, he's been a healthy scratched a few times, but mm-hmm. mostly an every night player, traded to Nashville for a seventh rounder. Braden Coburn's been playing a ton, particularly since Christian Milanen was traded away. He goes to the Islanders, again, a seventh rounder. Mike Riley to Boston for a third rounder. So there's three of your main defensemen gone. And then meanwhile, they bring in Victor Mete, who they claimed off waivers from the Montreal Canadiens. So a whole new blue line be debuting on Monday night when they take on the Jets. And that's uh, that's very interesting. And it's interesting to me as well that you have all these veterans who are gone for seventh rounders right now. Through most of the season, they've been trying to sell them. It's like, oh, yeah, they're good veteran guys. They'll mentor the kids, quality right. veterans. Really, they're that quality that you're giving up a seventh – you're getting a seventh <laughs> rounder back for them. I, I can't believe this isn't under the TSN banner, Stevie, or Sportsnet banner today That's that has them listed as – you know, one of the top blockbusters stuff here came down with the Sens. They get two seventh rounders and grab a guy off waivers. Yeah. Look out, Stevie. <laughs> Look out, man. Okay. Now it's happening for the Sens. Jesus. 
Yeah, with Mete, the guy they got off waivers, at least he's 22, and he's uh, you know he's not a guy that's necessarily a finished product. At 22, you never know fully what you have, especially a defenseman. They take longer to develop. But yeah, the optics of that, not particularly great. Right. The Sens do have some new blood coming in as well in that a guy, the guys who were eliminated by uh, with North Dakota a couple of weeks back, they finished their quarantine. So their first rounder in Jacob Bernard Docker uh, looks like he'll be in the lineup uh, before long. Not sure exactly when. And uh, same with Shane Pinto. They're skating with the club now. So that's pretty cool. So they didn't really do anything huge at the deadline to bring guys in, but they did bring guys in by way of waivers and guys who come up right. uh, from NCAA ranks. So it's interesting times for the Sens, and it'll be interesting to see, well, if they can keep the puck out of their net. There's a lot of youth yeah. now on that blue line. Well, that's not interesting if I'm a Sens fan. We need the blockbuster deal here, okay? Melnick, okay? We need we need big pal. We There's need nothing bank. left to sell. They've sold but they it got, all they, now. they got nothing to offer, right? No. No, and nothing that they should give up. I mean, anything that, that it, there's lots of, I mean, God, the team, the, the NHL would go crazy if there was an opportunity to, you know, pick through the Ottawa Senators roster at will. But right. there's too many uh, blue chip prospects you've got to hang on to. And anybody that's not a blue chip prospect really isn't of much interest to other NHL teams right now. And anybody, you know, that was available, the teams did have some interest. It wasn't great interest because seventh rounders were changing hands. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we should uh, take a time out. We'll come back with final thoughts after these words. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house? How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford has been the dealership that I choose and have for 20 years now. But did you know that Jim K. Ford is also a full-service commercial and fleet dealership? So they supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from small delivery vans right up to the big F-750s. So uh, if you're in towing, landscaping, deliveries, or really any job where you need a big truck, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Want to get stronger, look better, feel better? If these are your goals, Popeye Supplements can help you get there. And right now, this week only, right up until April 13th, it's the Popeye's BOGO Flash Sale. Buy one, get one at 50% off. Mix and match with elite supplements throughout the entire store. But only until April 13th at PopeyesOnlineOrders.com. And compared to this time last year, the Ottawa residential home market is up almost 30%. An average sale price of $758,000. Curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this? Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team for a free, no-obligation estimate, and you'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. Stevie, I, uh, as you know, Stevie, okay, I call the shots, okay, from the top to the bottom on the Suspendables podcast. Okay? Mm-hmm. I pick, okay, I run it, I program it, okay, I do everything. Content uh, advisor, okay. I do it all, Steve. I direct it. I produce it. I do it all. I got choices, Steve. You know how connected I am. Huh? Mm-hmm. I got picks. Okay. I got people I can pick. Okay. Trade deadline. I told Russ we've got to talk about it. Uh, 
I'm going to pick. I, I, I'm going to get a guy to come on the show today, Stevie. Okay, my pick. My pick. Okay, I'm going to get the nuts to come on because Russ and I don't want to pretend to, you know, try and try and plow our way through uh, trade deadline stuff, Stevie. Trade. Big Stevie Warren coming on the show today. Wow. Recording a couple look, hours. Just okay. What a terrible Tra- choice. <laughs> Trader Insider. Okay, the pundit buddy. Okay, I listened to all these freaking clowns on all the on the, all the sports shows and TV today. I said they got nothing on Warnsey. They got nothing. I could have got any of them, Stevie. Any of them. It's true. You're doing the show today. Looking forward to it. It'll be. Uh, we're recording today. If people are listening to this, let's look at us do the math. This comes up. I'm like the bear on the Bugs Bunny. Let's see. This is Tuesday. Monday. Wednesday. I'll set you up with one of those buzzers that, like, if I start going too deep and I start losing you, you can just hammer the buzzer and say, stop that. And then I can go back and just, you know, if I, I sometimes go down a bit of a rabbit hole when I get into the hockey talk and start talking about, oh, my God, that second rounder, he was back. And- nice for Taylor Hall. Congratulations, Taylor. Okay, you came through that shit. Bad pick you made to Buffalo to get out underneath the thumb of the owners of the Falingos. The Falingos. <laughs> no, whatever they are. The two Falingos. <laughs> All right, you should say goodnight now. Yeah, goodnight. We'll see you.